Welcome in. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider. I'm Tanner Lambert of U92. Alongside Luke Blaine of the Daily Athenaeum, we're here live in Kansas City. Brian McQuellen of U92 is in the room. He turns around and gives us a salute. Uh, and it, it's going to be a full week, guys, and we're excited to be here. Uh, it's the Mountaineer Sports Insider again, and we are just hours away from West Virginia versus Texas Tech on the men's basketball side. If you're in the Morgantown area, you'll be able to listen to that game right here on U92. Uh, I will be doing the play-by-play alongside Brian McQuellen doing the color commentating, and Luke Blade will be taking pictures, writing stories, and everything else we need him to do, maybe even hopping on for pre-half and post-coverage if need be. So, so we will see how that goes. But uh, yesterday we, we got into Kansas City kind of late, uh, it felt late for us. It was really only about 9 o'clock, but we'd been yeah. traveling since 9 o'clock in the morning, too. It had been a full day. Uh, we had some problems as far as travel goes. Had to fly to D.C. instead of going to Newark, New Jersey to get over here because of the storms out in New Jersey. But when we were in D.C., we were talking to a huge Big 12 basketball fan. And this morning, uh, we saw a ton of Mountaineer fans. We went over, picked up the credentials and that stuff to get back over there tonight so we are able to get in and stuff. And, you know, we went and got some breakfast, all West Virginia in there. Saw yeah. a couple more walking on the street as well. And, you know, I, I guess for us it's already noon, right? We're recording this about 11 a.m. Central Time. So West Virginia is alive and well out here. But going back to the gentleman we spoke to yesterday out in D.C., uh, he, he stopped and talked to us for about five or ten minutes. Oh, yeah. And he, he, he was he was all in. Yeah, he had, he had a lot basketball. to say. He's coming out here to watch Kansas basketball, big Kansas guy. And so, you know, he was asking what we were doing, and we were we told him. He goes, oh, that's really cool, you know. Uh, and he said that he thinks Hugs is the best coach in the league. He doesn't get the respect he reserve, re- deserves, mm-hmm. among other things. It's a pretty cool conversation, and he, that guy knew what he was talking about, oh, too. Oh, he, he did have a bold prediction. He says if WVU wins today, they'll beat Kansas tomorrow. He did say that. Yes, that's correct. He did but, say that. Uh, we are not looking that far ahead, and I'm no, sure that not. Huggins and the I, team I just are not. thought, you know, that was a bold thing. It, it was. Well, I, I think that's because, you know, when West Virginia was in Lawrence for that game, what is that, a week or two ago at this point now, they should have won that game. And, and they were not able to pull it out at the end. But they should have won that game. So, you know, that is what it is. But today they got to get through uh, Texas Tech first. Texas Tech will be without Coach Mark Adams, who is suspended currently. Corey Williams will be the interim head coach here in this first-round matchup. Uh, Texas Tech is 16-15 and 15 overall, 5-13 and 13 in the Big 12. West Virginia is 18-13, and 7-11 in the Big 12. And West Virginia went 7-6 and six down the stretch. Uh, they started 0-5, so they were able to get back to 500 basketball in the last 11 games, or in the last 10 games at least, and a little bit over that as well. So they were able to turn it around. Huggins got it done. Um, and, you know, we saw after the big win on senior day, he wore the NCAA tournament-bound hat. Uh, he had it on sideways. Emmett Matthews put that on his head. He came out to the press room, was talking in that. So West Virginia feels like they're already in the big dance. But, I mean, this is a week where you could go and do something really special too, mm-hmm. right? And, and so I, I think that he knows that, and I think the guys on the team uh, know that. So it will be a great matchup tonight, and you will, again, be able to listen on U92, the Moose, uh, if you're in the Morgantown area. Uh, West Virginia has won at least one game uh, in three of the last six Big 12 championships, and they've been in the semifinals in four of the last six. Um, So that's a pretty good number there. Uh, West Virginia has won 20 of their last 36 conference championship 
game. All of those coming since 2005, so the end of John Beeline, right into Bob Huggins there. Um, and, and so this is a uh, big deal today. They are 2-1 and one all-time against Texas Tech in the Big 12 tournament. So, I mean, I don't know how much, you know, one of those was in 2013, 2016, 2017, Luke. Right. I don't know much how, how much stock you're going to take into that, but it, it definitely means something. Uh, the Mountaineers are uh, 17th in the latest Ken Palm, 52nd in defensive efficiency, and 16th in offensive efficiency. I, I think I, if you would have asked me that, I would have probably said those numbers are flipped. Uh, but that that's definitely interesting. Uh, so this is a team that people say can score, and, and we'll see what the Mountaineers can do tonight. Uh, previewing Texas Tech a little bit more for you before I let Luke really take over as I've got all these notes ready to call the game tonight and that sort of thing. Um, Kevin O'Banner, he leads the Red Raiders, and we, we saw what happened when Texas Tech came to Morgantown. It was a game West Virginia kind of dropped at the end of the day. Um, but Kevin O'Banner leads the team with 14.4 points, 6.4 rebounds a game. Uh, Devian Harmon, 13.6 a game. 111 assists on the season. That's really good. They were both all Big 12 honorable mention. Um, Pop Isaacs was a Big 12 freshman all-team. 11.3 a game, and he made 59 threes over the season. Uh, and, and so this will be very, very interesting tonight. As you look at who's hot right now, it's Fardwa uh, Amik. Uh, he leads Tech with 14.8 points and 10.8 rebounds over the last five games, kind of similar to what Eric Stevenson has done as far as the scoring goes, but Eric Stevenson scored at a much higher clip. Uh, he's got over 20 points a game in the last five games, I think is the number. Yeah, Let me so make sure I have that. He's scored 23 in three of them and 27 for two. That's 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 a that's a really good number there yeah, from absolutely. Stevenson, um, and, and so that that's a uh, good thing, uh, and, and so I think that you know there's a lot that can be had for this Mountaineer squad, and I think Huggins knows that. I think that when you look at this Big Twelve tournament this year, you know that Kansas is a very good team, but they're not. Kansas, you know, with Joel Embiid or something like that, where they are the clear cut. We will go and beat everybody kind of Kansas that we're used to seeing. Yeah, they got Grady Dick. Yeah, they got, you know, Wilson. They got all these guys. But they're a team that's also dropped some games, and they've been yeah. in a lot of close games. This is a Big 12 this year where anybody can beat anybody, I think, on any given day. I think so, too. I mean, Texas Tech had them close. Yeah. You know, it was that was a single-digit game recently, and, I mean, they lost to Texas, too. So, Yeah, no, so it, it, it'll definitely be very interesting, I think. Um, and so we'll see, uh, what, what happens. Um, Huggins excited is excited to be here that he said a lot about it. Uh, you can go read that on the West Virginia sports website. Um, and it's going to be a big, big week here in Kansas city. So this is kind of a preview show for what we're going to have for you tonight. It's not going to be that long. Uh, we're gonna gonna break down the game a little bit. We know that if they do win tomorrow, they will play Kansas. So that's that's something that we already know, which is kind of nice about this Big Twelve tournament, where you know what's gonna be coming next, at least for right now. Um, so they will play uh, Kansas tomorrow at two p.m. Uh, Central Time if they win that, and that game will also be available for you on U ninety two the Moose um, only terrestrially in the Morgantown area. Um, but there, there's a lot to be had, you know. On the latest Lenardi predictions, West Virginia is still, you know, they're, they're a team that's definitely in, Luke, but they are a team, too, that is kind of a lower seed than what I think they should be 
where they are a nine seed that would play Illinois and then in the second round play Alabama. And so if you can win some games this week, right, you can win today, you can win tomorrow, and then you're going to play the winner of Iowa State and Baylor. And if you can win that, you'll go to the Big 12 championship. You could move up to, you know, maybe a five seed potentially. Yeah, with, with I was thinking r- the same thing. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I think given the rough stretch that they had in the Big 12, I think that right now maybe, you know, I can understand them putting him at a nine. You know, that's almost right at mid-level, I guess. So, I don't know. But I think if you make a run here, I think, you know, you're kind of forced to move him up. And I think especially during the later half of the season, I think we've seen how strong the Big 12 is. You know, Texas Tech started out, I forget how many games, how many of their first games they lost, but now, you know, they're looking like a much better basketball team. And I think a lot of that comes from the uh, return of AMAC to the team. Yeah, I, I think that you're right about that right there, Blaine. And they've been a better team um, as of late. And now, you know, the other question is, too, they don't have their head coach today, and we're not going to really discuss why he's not there. Uh, we, we've we all seen, you know, the release that yeah. Texas Tech made and stuff. And I don't even know how much of a factor that could be in a game like this. Really, I think one of the main differences is the fact that uh, the timeouts could be called differently and that sort of thing. Um, but you, you never know uh, how that could affect a game like this tonight. So we will see um, what they can pull off here because – Again, there is a lot to be had. They don't need it, but it would it, it would be very nice if they could get it, right? Yeah. And, and so this will be interesting. The first two matchups between these two teams, the first one that was down in Lubbock, West Virginia won big by 15, 76-51. And then back at the Coliseum, it was a 78-72 to loss where they had an eight-point lead with eight minutes to go. They kind of just really crumbled at the end of that game. Brian, you and I were talking about that yesterday, uh, Luke, and – you know, we had a long day of travel, so we had all day to discuss these things. And it was a game where they should have definitely won it, and it matters a lot now because they could have been the seven seed in this tournament rather oh, yeah. than being the eight seed. And they could have played Oklahoma in the first round, and then if they could have beat Oklahoma, they'd play Texas instead. And so, I mean, I think that this team might rather actually play Kansas. Yeah, I think so. I mean, neither of the Texas games were exactly close, right? Yeah, I – the the one in the, the Morgantown one away was like that was bad. Yeah, the I one the, the one in Austin was horrible. The one in Morgantown was another one, kind of similar to that Tech game where they probably could have won it, and they lost by eight. They, that one was kind of back and forth. They could never get right back into it there towards the end of it. Um, but you know they they I think they match up a little bit better with Kansas anyway. Um, so we'll see. There's no guarantees in this tournament either, and. Some of it is how healthy your team is. Some of it's how tired your team is and all the other things above that go with it, right? West Virginia, obviously, like always, had to travel the farthest to be here. Um, And for Kansas, it's just a bus ride away, right? And for Iowa State, it's similar in that aspect. And some of these other schools. And so, you know, there's some difference in time here and all this stuff. 860 miles for from Morgantown to Kansas City is what the team had to travel. They definitely flew um, and, and all of that. But, like, for example, uh, Iowa State to Kansas City is three and a half hours, so about the distance to Columbus, Ohio, from Morgantown. And from Lawrence, it's uh, only 40 minutes. 
<laughs> so driving. Yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine the team might even just drive over here every day. I, I'm yeah. sure they didn't, but you know, like uh, the other student radio team probably is just going to drive over here every day of the oh, tournament, yeah. and that sort of thing would be my guess. Um, because you you have that ability. I I mean, I think that you know, if, if say for example the tournament was in Pittsburgh or something like that. You'd obviously see a ton of West Virginia fans at every event and all of these things. And so that's one of the benefits that befalls to Kansas. But for this Texas Tech team, it's going to be a little similar. And the atmosphere, everything I keep reading is that it's so great. It's, they do this right. And, you know, walking around over there this morning, Luke, Oh yeah. you could see that it's going to be pretty cool. It was a little rainy this morning, but it's supposed to lighten up later. They had a full basketball court outside. Yeah, they have hoops set up. They have, like, a three-point contest little things set up and I mean that I'm not sure that's like a full full full-size court but you know it's a court with two hoops on each end yeah so I mean that's something fun you know the I think the fan experience will be very great you know not that we get to experience that per se but you know if I was a fan coming here I would expect a good time yeah and I think that's what they're gonna get um We'll we'll tell you a little bit about the travel day yesterday now as we get into this one. Uh, we'll have a breakdown of the game tomorrow after it happens. Obviously, uh, tonight's a big one. We've seen these teams split during the regular season. It's going to be a really good game, in my opinion. I think you're going to need a lot from Trey Mitchell and Eric Stevenson in particular. And I really think that they do need to get the bigs working again back down low. Uh, Mowagi, I don't think, will play. Aconquo, we saw play on senior day back there uh, uh, in Morgantown on Saturday last week. But, you know, Jimmy Bell needs to have a game in this tournament, I think. And if they can get him going or they can get a Conquo going, even if it's just one of the two, I think that really opens up this team because then you can put Trey Mitchell back on the post and that sort of thing and really get some shots falling because this team has been kind of hot as of late, Luke. Yeah. They, they've won a couple games here uh, towards the end of the season that yeah. they really weren't picked to win, I don't think. And so – uh, and, I mean, you talk about getting the bigs going. You know, you look at the last game, Texas Tech, West Virginia. West Virginia got out-rebounded 39-28. That is 11 rebounds. Right. And that AMAC, we were talking about him, only two for 11 from the field, right? But he had 12 total rebounds, and he went 10 for 10 from the free throw line, which is a really insane number for – I mean, he's listed as a center. You don't even get that that much in the Big 12. You know, usually, I mean, no, none of the guys on the team are listed as centers. Right. On here, it's just forwards. But he's listed as a true center. And to have a guy who can go 10 for 10 from the free throw line, I think that's somebody you have to prioritize. But I think it also, you know, you look at Jimmy Bell, we really need – or WV really needs some defense out of him uh, coming into today. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that offensively they would like to see him – play better uh, as well um so tonight West Virginia just needs to play their game and I think they can win and I think that's how it is every night you know you can't beat yourself first right and and we've seen them do that at times this season right you go back and you look at the beginning of the year with the missed free throws and things of that nature and all that stuff and that's what we saw and and so they they don't want to do that uh here tonight and hopefully uh, we'll see if they can get that win and move on to tomorrow. Again, they would play Kansas if they win tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central Time. So that will be 3 o'clock back in Morgantown, uh, and you can tune in on 
96.7 FM U92. We'll have another podcast for you tomorrow as well. And on Friday as we preview the women's tournament, and if the men are still in it, we will talk about them as well. And that's where we start getting into the real crazy stuff where we could be doing two games a day, Mr. Blaine, and that would be oh, really yeah. fun. I don't know if anything could have been longer than the day we had yesterday, though, man. <laughs> You came and got Brian and I at about 9.45. We went and got the rental car, and that took a while, and we didn't get out of Morgantown until about 10.45, and that was not my plan whatsoever. And we were getting up there, and they gave us a truck to drive, and, well, of course it was raining, so, you know, Brian had to sit in the back seat of the truck with all the gear and the four bags and all this stuff, and I couldn't even see out the back window on half the side. I Oh, my gosh. So then we get up to Pittsburgh, and we're sitting there at the gate. Finally, we get through, and... The flight gets delayed, all right. Well, we already knew we only had a 40-minute layover. And we got delayed 30. That's going to be a real tight window, isn't it, Blaine? Oh, uh, yeah. So then I go, well, okay, we'll see. And then I got delayed again. I said, all right, we can't, we can't do this. We go up to the counter. We go, okay, we'll go to D.C. instead. We go to D.C. All right, great. Then we get in here at about 9 o'clock. It was a long day. We were supposed to get here about 6 o'clock yesterday instead. It wound up being a pretty major difference and then i myself had a very frustrating day yesterday too <laughs> what? what you can what, tell what, what do you want me to say uh, you can say what happened like later at the night later uh well no there was two things yeah i guess that happened i got jobbed twice i i forgot my airpods oh yeah that's right <laughs> well i mean if you go to my twitter at luke d blaine uh you can see a photo of tanner shortly after he dropped 100 <laughs> <laughs> dropped one hundred dollars on a new pair of headphones because he forgot his AirPods, and oh my gosh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> I was I was just livid. I we were we were at the airport and I had to walk like almost a mile. I feel like to go get yeah, these. Yeah, you were headphones. gone a while. I, I know, and, like... and I was like running on moving walkways and running up and down escalators. Like I was going twice as fast as I could. Yeah, and you know my run is not an actual run. It's more of like a <laughs> like a hustle, but. Uh, <laughs> get over there and you know they're like oh these ones are a good deal 350 dollars and i just laughed at her and i said no way bro <laughs> she looked at you and said great deal yeah great deal great deal 350 what kind of headphones were they uh they were boses or something i don't know i ended up getting the other pair but it was fine then i had to run back and we finally get on the plane and all that stuff and we sat by a uh, very nice lady on the plane uh big fan of brian she was and all of that <laughs> stuff um <laughs> That plane was so empty. You can uh, laugh. Was, it's okay. I, I've never been on a flight that had that few people. On. No, but, like, literally people were, like, trying to lay down in their seats across yeah. two seats. And I was just like, what in the hell? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Bri Brian's Brian looking at us. Yeah, no, Brian, <laughs> Brian was watching his uh, show. I was watching Tombstone. Blaine was watching some other shows. I, I was starting uh, The Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah, and some other stuff. So that was good. And we finally get here and we get off the plane and our, our gear was the first things off the plane. It was very nice. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And then we come back and we're like, oh my gosh, we're starving. The only thing we've eaten today is $20 Auntie Anne's at the Pittsburgh airport. Oh, yeah. It was very good though. So then we order some pizza. We're not going to say from where. Oh my gosh. We do an online order of pizza. That was a journey. We got, we got a great pizza. deal and I had a homework assignment to do. So Brian and Luke were kind enough to go get it. And Brian gives me a call, and I go, oh, God, I ordered it to the wrong one. No, I ordered it to the right one. But they decided to close at 8 o'clock because it was slow or something. Yeah. But the online website still accepted my order. So 
Hopefully we can either get that for free today or I'm going to have to set up a dispute with my bank because I'm not paying $40 for pizza we did not get. Oh, no, not at all. That was very sad last night. I was so hungry. I was so excited. Yeah, that was a good pizza. The sec Because we then found a different place. Yeah. And it was closing in like 30 minutes. So we hustled over there and we put in our order. And it was it was good. I, I was happy with the pizza we had. Yeah, that was pretty good. It had the Provel cheese, provolone and Velveeta cheese on it. We're in Kansas City, kind of St. Louis style pie. Uh, I know you guys don't understand the pizza aficionado that I am, but that's okay. No, um, I only know you're a fast food burger connoisseur. Well, I'm yeah. I mean, food I can talk about all day, boy. Yeah, I I I said I liked Sonic burgers the other day, and I thought you were gonna strangle me. I I've thought about it. Yeah. It's like Huggins with Stevenson when he throws alley-oops. <laughs> so we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, when we walked over there, it was kind of cool. They were actually on the open gym floor, so we stopped and watched them for a couple minutes there. And uh not going to talk about that or whatever because I don't think we're supposed to, so we won't. But yeah. uh, we're excited for tonight, and we hope that if you are in the Morgantown area, you will tune in. We hope that you'll tune into the podcast tomorrow. Luke will have multiple stories up. And, again, he's doing it all tonight. He's taking photos, which I'm going to edit for him, but he's not going to admit that. And then he is – I'll admit that. Oh, you'll admit that? Yeah, I'll admit that. Am I going to get a credit in the story for that? No. Okay. See? Because I took the photos. I made – Whenever whenever one of my writers writes the story and I edit it, I don't put my name on it. It's their name. So you're just my editor. You going to come to my meeting next time? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'll come to your meeting. Yeah. I came to your meeting on Sunday. That was not a real meeting. It felt like a real meeting. That was us getting prepped for Kansas City. That's not a sports staff meeting. Oh, okay. Like, it was a real meeting. You suck. Whatever. (laughs) Fine. Okay, so make sure to uh, tune in tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter, too. There will be some great content on there this week. Uh, and follow United 2 The Moose on Twitter, the DA on Twitter, the DA Sports on Twitter. we got all kinds of content coming at you this week from Kansas City, and we're excited to share it with you guys. So if you will, be so kind to follow us there, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, any of the above, all of the above. We appreciate it. You can also email us at the Mountaineer Sports Insider on gmail.com whatever I just said that completely wrong but hopefully if you're technology savvy you can figure out what I just said because I don't even know what I just said (laughs) and that's fine um the other thing too really quickly is the fact that we didn't realize we would have like no beverages in the hotel Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to make a run to... Oh, can I talk And when I say beverages, I don't mean, like, anything, like, alcoholic or... No, I mean, like, we just want some water. There's no water fountain in the hotel we're at for some reason. Can I talk about this abhorrent soda that I had to hold? Yeah, you can can talk about the soda you bought. We went to get breakfast this morning, and Tanner knows I'm a big cream soda guy. And he points at this cream soda in the thing, and he was like, Oh, dude, you should should get that. Well, I mean, like... It looks good. I'm a, I'm actually very excited to drink it. But we look over two spots over. There's a celery soda. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? No, I hadn't. But I told you if you buy it for me, I'll drink it. Yeah, so I bought it. Yeah, and but I don't know if I can drink it now. I, I really don't know if you should. Because I'm like looking at this can on the way home. It is it is obvious. there is not. It was not kept very clean. Like, it... Like, it's just a can of pop, right? Like, let's be realistic. But it's got, like, dirt and rust on the lid. Yeah. And And it's got, like, cobwebs. 
yes. on the lid, too. So my guess is that the celery soda, not very popular. No. Can't think I mean, it, it looks be. like they pulled it out of an ancient pyramid. Like, it does not look good. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll cut it open and see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I or mean, we'll I just know make we Brian about drink it. The top off. Yeah, Brian said he'll drink it. We have a we have a celery soda review up on the podcast. Yeah, maybe too. we will. Maybe we'll have that for you. Uh, we'll be we'll be eating barbecue all week too. I know that you guys are probably jealous out there. We're excited about it. Uh, it's going to be a big week here for the Mountaineer Sports Insider and student media as a whole. So if you could throw us those follows on social, we'd appreciate it. And we thank you again for listening. This has been the Mountaineer Sports Insider preview of the Texas Tech-West Virginia men's basketball game. And kind of a story about how we got here. We'll be back again tomorrow. Make sure to tune in then.